Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. About a month ago, I had a new client start with me. Now, I was pleasantly surprised by this one because this is someone who's been doing similar to work to me for a long time. They work in a similar space and have achieved so many wonderful things. And yet one of the things they said was their biggest challenge was a lack of belief in themselves. Now, how often have you heard that that uh, comment from someone? You just got to believe in yourself. You may have even heard it from me. Sometimes it's so much easier said than done. And sometimes you need someone else to believe in you until you can believe in yourself. So who believes in you? Who's lifting you up? Who's encouraging you when you have those setbacks? What sort of people are you hanging out with? Because in, a, in an area that can be really challenging for you to do yourself, to believe in yourself, to believe and back yourself that you can go and achieve what it is you truly want, the last thing you want is to have people cutting you down, maybe poking fun at you or even comments in jest. Ah, they're kind of joking, but they're kind of not. Because that's only going to set you back further and really sap your inner belief. Or you're hanging out with people who lift you up, who encourage you, who are full of praise and admiration when you get things right and are full of encouragement and support when maybe things don't go as planned. That's where belief comes from. Having that support until you can find that belief yourself. Having someone reminding you of what is going well. Being an observer from an external perspective who can actually see how things are from a non-emotional perspective. They're not necessarily attached to you in a way that they're going to be caught up in any sort of bias towards where you're at and where you're heading. Because then when you can get that sort of support, it provides a space for you to explore 
your own self-belief. An opportunity to, to have that different perspective put to you so you can start asking better questions and wonder, where is this lack of self-belief coming from? What is the root cause of it? Is it from observing parents who didn't believe in themselves? Or from parents or other significant people in your life cutting you down whenever you did well? Sometimes the most important people in our life are well-meaning, but to keep us, in adverted commas, safe, they don't want us to go too well. They don't want us to have too much belief because that might leave them in a vulnerable, vulnerable place. They might have experienced themselves. Suddenly they got a bit, a bit of success and they were cut down. Well, they're trying to keep you safe, right? Unconsciously. There's a pattern playing out for them, probably happened with their parents. Don't want to stick your head above the parapet because it might get shot at. You don't want to be too positive or too successful because someone might have a crack at you. Well, let them have a crack, I say. Have the support around you that it just doesn't have an impact. And if it does still have an impact, then work on why. Why are you being triggered by someone else's projection of their own stuff? I saw a uh, post this morning, uh, an article this morning from a, a sports person talking about how they uh, often post inspirational stuff. They've got a extremely fit-looking body and so post pictures to try and inspire other young people and young athletes to to be as fit and healthy as they possibly can and and they were talking about one particular comment from from a follower from a supporter right so this is someone who actually backs them saying oh i always love what you do but those recent photos you actually don't look well me and my children agree again their own projection now i've seen those photos and this person looks amazing and i can't fathom how someone thinks they're not fit but then I also know that anything that looks too uncomfortable, uh, too foreign, too unachievable to someone else, well, then they will cut it down because of their own beliefs or lack of belief. So it's not personal. When people, when people will tell you different things, it's not personal. It feels personal, but it's not personal. It's just them dealing with their own thing. I've had this where I've lost significant amount of weight when probably I'd been carrying too much and then people saying oh I look like you lost you've lost too much we're worried about you you look you don't look well it's like funny because I feel amazing and I feel fit and this is how I want to look and actually <laughs> a little bit of an aside here but I'll go on this tangent if you look at photos of the beach in the 50s and 60s everyone's slim well 99% of them They'll get their shirts off. There's no, there's no overly covering up. And uh, yeah, it's a completely different body shape than what you see at the beach these days. You know, you can believe whatever you think about why that may still be. But what I know is that that's a more natural looking shape to me than 
and whatever other alternatives there are out there. So I've got a bit off track and this wasn't, necess wasn't necessarily meant to be about physical shape, but more to do with just the impact of people's words and beliefs and, and how you can find more belief in yourself by having the right support around you, by having cheerleaders, not naysayers, but also having the skills and the ability to manage when the naysayers do come, because they will. That's just life. If you can recognise how much of the naysaying is others' projection of their own crap, their own lack of belief, and actually nothing to do with you at all. And that could be around belief, and that could also be around them cutting you down around something. 99% of the time, that's a projection of their own fears and insecurities. So surround yourself with people who will lift you up, who will support you, who will believe in you until you can believe in yourself. And at the same time, do the work to increase that belief. And you'll get so much more joy out of your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.